One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Mum and Mama podcast. I hope you are good. I am currently sitting here looking at the beautiful blue sky. I've got my back doors open. That's what she said. And I can hear the birds singing and it's just glorious. I've been very fortunate and spent um, this half term and I spent a couple of days down at my sister's in Brighton and the sun was shining and She's got a swimming pool and my daughters were just swimming the whole time and it was just lovely so I'm feeling very grateful and happy and I hope you've had a nice week and you've got to enjoy some of the sunshine as well wherever you are in the world. Can you hear the pigeons? I don't know if this mic will pick it up. Um, and my washing machine of course. I think my washing machine is always on when I'm recording and every time I record I think I really shouldn't record when I've got my washing machine on. So sorry. But anyway, how are you? I'm feeling better. Thank God. I'm going for an MRI scan today. I've never been for one before. I'm quite excited. Um, and this week's podcast, I'm joined by the lovely... Oh, my machine's going to start going off now. I'm so sorry. The lovely Mary Lay, who is a singer-songwriter. And she started... Um, a business called Mamas in Music which helps mums in the music industry because when you work I used to do a bit of music and when you go into a studio to do a writing or recording session they tend to start like late morning early afternoon and they'll go on for as long as you know one two o'clock in the morning all the sound engineers I know don't really have much of a life outside their work because you're just working all the time obviously when you have babies you can't well you can work but then you don't see your kids and if you don't have anyone to look after your kids then you can't work so mums need support this it needs to be recognized because the music industry music industry has always been a male-dominated industry anyway um i don't i don't personally know any female engineers i've worked with djs my whole life i could count the amount of female djs i know on my one hand but it's such a male dominated industry and we need to make it more accessible for women and we need you know people need to realize that you need to make exceptions and you need to change things so it's what she's doing is amazing so it was a really good chat with her which you'll hear all about obviously 
about what she does in her career and I will post links so check out her Instagram her she's got such a beautiful voice I've just been listening to some of her music so yes check her out and I'll see you in a bit life is full of what-ifs some awesome like what if AI could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. work um so yeah it's just it's just not easy is it i mean it, it's just everybody's every, every i sort of always say it, everyone i speak to has either got it sometimes i think oh you've got it a bit easy you know not easy but you've got a better situation <laughs> and then there'll be someone yeah. else and you speak to you think oh god i feel so guilty for ever complaining because they've got yeah. it far worse you know and it's and this, it's, it depends what people tell you as well. Yeah, it's true. You know, sometimes when you talk to people, they're like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. And... I'm not one of those. I'm, I'm not very good at lying. No, no. If someone asks me how it is, I'm so truthful. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I... Well, I yeah, help. I mean, it's... I always try and see the positive in everything. So yeah. I'm always like, do you know what? It's I'm fine. And mm. to be fair, I have been fine. I do feel quite... I don't feel guilty, mm. but... I know people are very much like, oh, it must be really hard for, like, the single parents. Mm. But I'm a bit like, I feel sorry for my mate who's rowing with her husband mm. constantly or, you know, who, who kids are more difficult. Mm. I'm, I am fortunate. My kids are quite good. They do just get on with it mm. and we all get on and, you yeah. know, it's, it's quite a nice... But I, so I don't feel... I mean, obviously, I'd prefer it if I did have some help, but that's mm. just in general anyway. Well, I think you know, even when there is two of you, it's... I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's even harder <laughs> because I think sometimes yeah. you do, and I, I, I hate, and there's nothing about women versus men, this actually. It's just that women, like, or, or no, I should say whoever's, whoever's sort of doing, you know, like getting them out the door and getting going somewhere has a routine. Yeah. So whoever that may be, could be anyone actually. Yes. It's nothing about a yeah. gender. It's just like whoever does that most of the time then it's like you find you form that system that routine and then when it's sort of a bit kind of like oh actually tomorrow it's gonna to be a bit different because someone's gonna do this and 
you know, and yeah. it, that's when I think it can be more stressful in a weird way. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. so, because everyone's trying to do their best, but everyone's got their yeah. own way of doing it, and it just, yeah, it's, it's just, and that's it's just flipping hard. I mean, it's just been the hardest 12 months for me, but all equally yeah. some amazing things have happened, but it's also just, yeah, it's just challenging. Just every day it's like, Ugh. so, um, anyway. <laughs> We're getting excited for things to hopefully be oh, changing. I just can't wait. Fingers crossed. I just can't believe how excited I am to literally go to a cafe and meet someone. And, you know, I mean, I don't... Sometimes I think I'm not sure how much it will change in my day-to-day because Joni's two and her world is going to the park, you know. So we just walk everywhere, go to the park, come home. And I think sometimes I do think, what's actually going to be different for me? (laughs) You know, but... um, (laughs) But I, yeah, I, it's just, this is going to be the, just being able to take her into London for an afternoon and, yes. you know, get on the train yeah. and actually go in and, and sort of, yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's, it's exciting. Yeah, see, there were all these things that I thought, oh, yeah, we'll do that because we could just jump on the tube and go into town because it's dead, isn't it? Well, it, what I mean, this is, I'm talking about mm. last year mm. when people were going for like walks around yeah, town. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. We didn't actually and I was like, do oh, that, yeah. really. I mean, well, no, we didn't do that, but then we weren't supposed to, were we? Really? Not we really. We just be staying in and, you know. Yeah, there was a time when it opened up. No, we did do it once when it opened up again and you could go. I mean, things were still closed, but you could go. Yeah. To I think you could go to a cafe, couldn't you, or something. I've forgotten. That's the thing. Yeah. I've forgotten what we've yeah. ever been now yeah. allowed to do. Have you found <laughs> that your memory's just gone anyway? What, since being like a mother I'm... or... <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> or being in lockdown. Um, well, I've for- the combination of the two. Yeah, I think I've forgotten what the rules were. I have no idea what we were allowed to do in different months, and you know, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, hang on. It does feel like we've just been in lockdown for twelve months, really. Now, you yes. know, yeah. Um, yeah. that's how it feels. So I can't. When people are like, "Oh, do you remember when you could go and meet?" four friends or whatever well I can't now I can't remember that <laughs> I can't remember doing it no so no everything's just kind of been the same yeah, really yeah because well, you're limited anyway and you you know got a little child and so but anyway. exactly yeah but anyway it's fine yes. um I suppose I should introduce you really shouldn't I I know <laughs> I, well yeah now we're chatting away I know, I know. whatever <laughs> so you're singer songwriter uh, yeah, I mean, I yes, I am more singer, more songwriter, more songwriter or these days, more, more songwriter. songwriter. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, I was, I used to be, um, kind of just doing the artist thing when I was a bit younger, and that was always my yep. main focus. And then um, that, after many years, just, just kind of, it wasn't going in the, the direction I had really wanted. And it got to a point yeah. where I just decided deep down, I, I kind of, it was a combination. I knew that we hadn't really got, you know, it just wasn't kind of going how it should be. But at the same time, I just truthfully started to kind of want to be more involved in the just the creative side and just creating yes. music. Yeah. You know, I wasn't enjoying the performing or the gigging, um, you know, as much. And I just... Yeah, I just love being in the studio and creating stuff. And and at that time, yeah. I just I um I happened to connect with an old school friend, and um he yeah he he was kind of from that world of like writing pop, 
and um, he used to, he was in my brother's year at school, and he was he was amazing. And when we were like sixteen, he was writing for like Kylie and Danny, and and oh, wow. yeah, and he was like a child, a bit of a child prodigy of a production house called Xenomania. And we, you know, I'd at that age gone off and done the kind of folk sort of. A, I was a bit of a kind of folk pop artist, and that was kind of my, you know my path. And then yeah. we we kind of reconnected, and he was like, "Oh, maybe we should try and write together." And I was a bit like, "Oh, I'm not really sure if I'm, you know, a pop writer." Um, and we did get together, and and it just worked. And then we went on, and we did. Um, he asked me to do X Factor with him, so he was like producing all the groups. So I, he sort of took okay. he sort of took me on as a bit of a, a writer, really. Um, yeah. And then yeah, and then that's how it's just evolved. So now I am. You know, I, I kind of then wrote a few songs with him and then um, managed to get a publishing deal on the back of that. And, and now... Oh, wicked. Yeah, so now I am, I'm kind of, uh, yeah, I'm a published published songwriter, really, primarily. But then I, I, st- I can't really stop doing the artist thing because it's just, I, do, I like it. I'm doing it again this year. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll, I'll write some stuff for me again. And I don't think that ever yeah. stops, you know. And that just carries oh, on. Oh, that's lovely. So that's, yeah, that's how I kind of, that's, you know, that's where I'm at now. So, yeah. So, I will just say your name because I've not said your name. Oh, no, of course. I'm... Mary Lay. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Lay. Yeah. Now we've got that out of the way. So, where are you from? So, well, I was born in Cambridge and then right. moved to, um, yeah, so moved to Cambridge. So, I was in Cambridge and we moved to down south, to further down south, to um, East Grinstead. Okay, you know? yes. Everybody, everyone seems to know, know East Grinstead. Um, yeah. And that was where I lived for many years um, with my with my family. And um, then moved to London, um, how many years ago now? About 10 years ago. And um, now ended up, so I did, I've never, I've always been south of the river. So I've always lived in like Wandsworth, Balham, Tooting, all around that area. Clapham. Yeah. And then now I have... Um, a gaff in South Norwood, which is sort of between... Oh, nice, my... Yeah, between Crystal Palace my and... I used to live there. Oh, really? For the clock tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, um, it's, you know, it's a bit rough around the edges, but we love it, and it's got a great community, and there's loads of creative people here, and it's just... Yeah. It's, it's coming on, you know, it's really... It's getting... It's, yeah, there's lots of cool, cool... I shouldn't say cool, I don't mean cool, but I mean... There are lots of cool people moving here, which is now why I know it's getting cool. Because, you know, yeah, yeah. you can see all the cool people moving in and you're like, oh, okay, maybe I'm yeah. getting quite cool now. <laughs> so um, we, we used to live in Crystal Palace, but we, we um, you know, it's just crazy expensive. And so, yeah, we moved down to the gritty, yeah. the gritty end. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. So have you always sung? Yeah. Always yeah. been musical? Yeah, pretty much since being... Um, since being small and you know I think I started singing when I was like well maybe sort of six or something and you know yeah. it's always just that thing of like oh she's got a pretty voice and, and it wasn't really until I was about 16 I think that I joined bands um and then kind of thought oh you know oh no no I was younger actually no I started singing with an opera singer I was trained by an opera singer uh, oh, wow. yeah I know she was an amazing amazing singer and she did opera and so you had lessons? Yeah, then? I did, yeah. Yeah. But really properly. Did you do music at school? Well, I, I just wasn't great at the, the theory side. So weirdly, I okay. I didn't do uh, GCSE um, 
Yeah. I didn't do, no, I didn't do music juice this year, I don't think, which is bizarre because I went on and did a music production and performance at college and that was my, you know, that was kind of how I got into the sort of, you know, writing and recording side. Yeah. But I just couldn't, uh, at school I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, interested in sitting down and learning scales or pieces and so I just didn't do anything, yeah, I didn't do anything the right way, I don't think, really back then. But it didn't seem to matter because um, I did it, you know, I did my English and, and the drama and all the creative stuff. And then I kind of just, you know, I was going to, I was going to, I think I was going to go to uni to do English and then ended up deciding like a vocational music course was more me. Yeah. So that's what I did. Um, and then, yeah, just, I, so I started learning to sing properly about, I think probably about maybe 13. And then, could have gone down that road I think for a while I was sort of trying to do the theatre stuff but soon realised it just wasn't really for me um once I joined a band I was just kind of I realised that's where I wanted to be um so yeah I just always did the fronted bands and um and uh yeah kind of just was the lead woman (laughs) yeah Um, so when did you start writing well I think Around that age, 15, 16, but very, um, it wasn't, you know, I I don't think I really, and it's quite interesting, I think, really, because I've been sort of exploring all of this lately, um, a little bit with with obviously the whole um, being a mum in in music and finding, you know, finding that quite hard and and looking at all the reasons why. And I think kind of going right back to when I was that age, you know, I very much was the sort of lead you know and that was that was very kind of accepted and but obviously I was quite I was quite sort of um it was like I was I was being quite sort of pushed and pulled quite a bit you know to be a certain to, to be a certain something or someone yeah and it was quite yeah. accepted somehow like I don't know if it's quite yep. the same now um I think it's getting a lot better but I, I was very you know, it, it's a shame really looking back, you know, this is what I mean. It's like 50, a 15, 16 year old now, I think there's a lot more headstrong, amazing artists that actually really establish yeah. and know who they are. I mean, no one knows who they really yeah. are at 15, but, you know, I think there's a lot of people, like the first person that just springs to mind is Lord. I mean, think how like established and amazing. She's such a sort of, you know, she, she just kind of, had a real um it seemed like she had a real understanding of who she was and or she was allowed and you know to to find that and be nurtured but I I I never really felt like I had that it was just it was I hadn't figured that out and I think you know being being the front of a a band it was kind of like I was desperate really to get into the writing because I think that's how you do find out who you are and it was always a bit the guys in the band it wasn't like they really liked that it was a bit like well you're the singer you know you you sing the songs. So who wrote and, the songs well, there was, there was he was always the kind of the guitarist, and I think I dabbled. Okay. I think I dabbled, but at the time I didn't play an instrument really very well, and and I I was always writing lyrics and stuff, but I I think I just wanted to get everyone out of the way and just get into my own world, and yeah, you know, and I'm glad I you know I did I did, I left the first band. We got quite a lot of interest, you know. We had we were starting to get labels, and we'd signed a deal with a management company. And it was just very badly, um, you know, very badly kind of 
looked after we weren't looked after we were just pushed and pulled and and I kind of made a lucky escape really from that um I think so I left that and then I started another band and tried to do a bit more writing in that but again never really I don't think I just I just didn't feel confident enough for for whatever reason I'm not sure why yeah Um, yeah so then I left that (laughs) and then after that that's when I really sort of took a bit of a break from everything and then decided, you know, this is my time now. And I did start yeah. kind of really learning the guitar and getting better at playing music and writing. And then I kind of did end up writing, a, you know, a whole load of songs and, you know, and that was kind of, yeah. that felt much more where I was meant to be really. So were you solo? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had I had yeah. musicians that played with me and wrote with me and stuff. Um, I, I I met a, a, an amazingly talented guy. Uh, I worked. I went to get a job at the BBC actually and worked in ad sales because <laughs> I was just like I needed to get out. In, I needed to get into a job in London. I fit, and my plan was get out of East Grinstead, get out of this tiny claustrophobic town, get to London, yeah. and I thought. You know, that's where maybe I can really get things going. And it, it actually did happen like that. I ended up working at the BBC. Yeah. I ended up doing a song contest at Christmas and ended up playing to like, well, it was probably like a few, it was probably like at least a thousand people. Ended up, wow. ended up like, a, you know, one of their huge Christmas parties when they were allowed to do things like that. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then approached by a, a, a woman who, whose husband turned out to be a, a guy called Michael McAvoy. Um, and they were an amazing couple. They'd spent many years in Nashville and he was, he used to be in traffic and he'd written with loads of people and he saw something, you know, they as a couple saw something in me and they were, yeah, um, really helped me kind of, um, I guess, you know develop me and 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 nurture me and and do all those things that I really really desperately probably needed yeah. then so that what they they were really kind of without them I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now that's for sure yeah um but it sadly just didn't it didn't last really in in that chapter because it just wasn't you know we wrote all these songs and we had we had um like a, a small independent publishing deal and we had label interest and it we did so much stuff but it just it was still just you know the, the industry is yeah. really hard it's, it's soul destroying yeah. really I mean you can have everything yeah. just stars were not <laughs> bloody aligning you know yes and I yeah. know so yeah. many people that it you know it's a combination sometimes I think oh maybe the songs just weren't good enough or we you know but it just you try to be authentic as as a writer and an artist and you you know, it just sometimes it is just it is luck. Um, sometimes, you yeah. know, it's, it's it's right place, right time. I think where now, although the music industry is in trouble financially because people aren't buy, paying for music anymore, mm. there's so much more scope for artists to do things mm. on their own. So you can write your own songs, you can put them out into the world, and you can be whoever you want to be. Absolutely. But when because I was on a similar path. To you, yeah. I've realised I don't know anything, anything about day. you. We need to hold. We need. Oh, to... don't worry about. No, this. we need to. <laughs> this is about you. But it's like for me, I was like, 
it's right place, right time. You've got to be the person that they're looking for at that moment. Yeah. I think they have an idea in their head or some A&R just wants to take a chance on you. There's yeah. there's a million reasons a million why reasons. it could happen. Yeah. But why, but there's just so many people trying to do it. I know. And it's really, really, really hard. Really hard. And I think you've got to, yeah. And, and, and I remember one of the guys that... Um, kind of mentored me was a great guy called um mark moreau he used to run island records and he you know he really was like very passionate i was a bit like his kind of you know his project that he i think just was you know for him it's probably if he heard this he'd probably be think this was sad thing to say but what i mean is he, he wasn't putting all his eggs in 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 my basket you know but but he was really like he wanted it to work out and I know that he thought that it could be something but even even with someone like that who was so well connected and it just didn't yeah. it just did not go in the direction it should have gone um really um and I think it, what I think's kind of good is that at the end I wasn't actually I was I was kind of heartbroken because of all the people that it affected and kind of walking away from that and making that decision it was very, very sad, and um, that was the bit that broke my heart. But equally, it was a bit like leaving a marriage. I knew deep down it was yeah. there was time for a shift, and I didn't yeah, want to yeah. write that kind of music anymore. And it wasn't really, you know, I felt like I'd been pigeonholed a bit as this kind of folk chick. And actually, yeah. I was like, no, I just. So then it's just then the stars you could say did align because then I met Tim, yeah. and we started writing pop and. I was kind of like, this is what I need. This is this feels right. Yeah, this feels yeah. really right. And you know, that was the kind of shift. And and obviously, as I said, you know, I've come back to writing writing again now. And and I'm not looking for <laughs> certainly not looking no, for any but, deals or or anything like that. But I just love it, and it makes me. It's such you know, a funny thing, I think, music because you start. Well, for me anyway, I made music because I I loved writing and I loved singing, mm. but I hated performing. Yeah. So if I could just make music that I wanted to make and be able to sell that mm. <laughs> without all the other stuff mm. and make a living, I mean, that'd be amazing. Mm. But the music industry is a business. It really so is. So people aren't going to want to take it, especially back in the day when there was so much money involved in it. I mean, I remember, how much did Robbie Williams get on his publishing deal from at EMI? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Was it like I don't know nine that million oh, or something? It? Flipping out. Oh, yeah, it doesn't like surprise it was, me. Maybe it wasn't that much. But this is right before the crash. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, you know, a long time ago. He nailed but it. There was, people don't, didn't want to take a chance necessarily on something that was new mm. or a bit different or might not sell mm. however many copies they needed to sell because there was so much money involved. Mm. But so it's kind of like a, now it's hard because artists aren't making the money. They need to be able to do it as a full-time job, mm. but there's more freedom to make the music that you want to make rather than having to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said before about you felt that now artists can be who they want to be. When I was trying to be an artist, I was told that I had to lose weight. Mm, You've too. got to look a certain way. You need to sound a certain way because they want to produce that pop star. Mm. But I didn't want to be a fucking pop star. <laughs> that wasn't who I was, you know, but it's... I think that's it. Now you can be different. I think that's it. There's a lot more... Because of social media now, like, it's it does allow people just to kind of yeah form their own business really and their own brand and just you don't need anyone to help you do that you can do it and you can record it in your bedroom you can put it out you don't need a label 
Um, so yeah, I think it's funny. It's like the other day I said to someone, oh, I wish I'd been born in the 60s where you had like, when people took a real chance on an artist, you could walk in yeah. with nothing yeah, other yeah. than sing, singing in some label's office and they'd say, wow, we're going to sign her. She's amazing. And then they'll, you know, they'll take you to the studio next week and you can record yeah, your yeah. your um you know your album and and all this kind of investment and nurturing goes into you but actually I think in a way it's almost like well I'd quite like to be 16 now because it's yeah. gone completely the other way you've got you've got yeah. you know you've got all the control yourself you don't need anyone to invest in you yeah. so I, I just think yeah I mean certainly not blaming the time because ultimately I'm responsible for my own you know my own decisions and career and the songs that we wrote and um but I remember I think I forgot to say but Mark what he used to say was you know success is when opportunity meets preparedness and I think that's really yeah. really true yeah. but yeah I do also think that there is luck involved you know um yeah. and you know opportunities come in different kind of all different shapes and sizes don't they really so I feel like my opportunities yeah. are all almost now this is this feels a bit more like yeah. my time strangely even though I've had yeah. a, a child and you know things have so moved how on. have you found that's affected everything then because you said like you've been thinking a lot about being a woman in music and a mother 100 so what, what have you discovered <laughs> well <clears throat> I've discovered I mean yeah I've discovered a lot really um I will obviously talk about Mum is in music because that's something that um, myself and my um, uh, partner, don't really, business partner sounds a bit formal because um, <laughs> we're not making any money from it. <clears throat> but we've created a platform um, and a network called Mum is in Music. Um, and that's really all come about because, um, you know, it just occurred to me really when I. I did, you know, I did quite a lot of thinking when I when I was first with with my daughter when she was obviously newborn and those scary lonely days, um, and I think the things that I realised were that I'd probably spent most of my career as a woman in in music thinking, uh, you know, or, or or feeling like you know really like the truth was that if I had a child it would be times up. For, for my career yeah yeah yep. you know and that yep. that belief system was really like I was saying before like was probably in me from being about 15 really because yeah I think and I'm sure you might find have found the same that if you were talented when you were young it was almost a bit like you know the industry was very much run by middle class white men and I think we were told really from an early age well you should be really lucky to be in the UK industry yeah. because this is a privilege, you know, you're talented, but, yeah. you know, we're not going to pay you to do this gig. You're just going to do everything for free and you rock up yeah. and you look beautiful and you, you know, and, and I think that that all of that was really like just ingrained, really quietly ingrained, you know, and you sort of just got on with it and you didn't, I don't I just think I used to, you know, I mean, I loved it, obviously. I didn't do it for, I wasn't in it unhappy. It was great. But what I mean is it's just like a very kind of, there's an undertone of just, you should, yeah. you should be really grateful for this. You know, don't, don't put up yeah. any kind of, don't be a diva, you know, don't, don't be a diva. Yeah. And, um, and 
and just kind of yeah and I think so yeah and I mean it wasn't it wasn't necessarily even men making me think that 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 was kind of times up it was other women as well you know it was like I had older women saying to me oh you know you do realize when you have a child like you won't be able to do this anymore and I think it's just all really sad like that was just you know and I did leave it quite late to have a, a child um and even when I got pregnant I was a bit panic to be honest you know even that was yeah. quite quite perfectly normal and timed well and whatever you know <laughs> well actually it wasn't timed well because we were due to be married <laughs> but it's fine oh. no 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 it, was, it worked out wonderfully but you know I think it's um it was sad that I spent really most of most of my 20s thinking that you know yeah. and thinking that that was the way it was going to be um and I think, yeah, I think at that time I was, I was quite feeling quite sort of lonely and, and thinking that that might be it. I mean, th- th- I must say at this point, you know, obviously was signed not that long um, with my um, publishing company, Reservoir, and they are amazing. And I had a, I have a great team there who they were all always and always have been incredibly supportive and they didn't really blink when I said I was pregnant. So actually yeah. they... they they were brilliant but but there still wasn't it it was it was still it was still kind of you know you're 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 you know you're doing your your thing you're you're a mum so we'll just kind of wait for you which is which is great but I think what's missing in the industry is just kind of you know that sort of well okay you, you know you're gonna obviously take your time to be to be um you know looking after your baby when you first have a baby but but then here's here's the structure and here's how we're going to get you back into into the rhythm and here's what we're going to do yeah there isn't any of that there's never those conversations so even even with all the goodwill in the world of like go off and have your baby it's like you you, you're still like well but are you you know am I accepted back and what's going to happen and and because most musicians and artists are self-employed it's like well you know you don't have any any guarantees in terms of in terms of kind of maternity support or or any of those things yeah. so yeah there's just it just got me thinking about an awful lot and 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 at the same sort of time I met this um lady in LA called Tiff Randall she's a she's more on the sort of com, com she's like a composer for, for film and she's a very talented artist and we just you know she came to me with this idea and just said look is it just me or is this just shocking for women that have had yeah. babies? I was like, yes. Um, and we just connected for about a year, really, just talking about breastfeeding and help helping each other through all the kind of the dark days, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the long nights and all of that. Um, although I still feel like that's going on for me, to be honest, <laughs> two years later. But we did connect. Oh, she's still a baby. Yeah, she is a baby. She's a bodler, apparently. She's a cross between a toddler toddler and a baby she's a bottler I love that so she you know so me and Tiff really connected and we yeah we've 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 launched this this kind of very young still very early days but this this platform called Mums in Music and it is truthfully really just a way to connect mums within the industry um yeah, I mean, perhaps I can talk more about yeah. that later, but that's where I'm at. So, so your question, which I've now forgotten, I think was how have you found being a mum in the industry? 
And I don't yes, know if I yeah. fully answered that, but I think my fears is initially what, you know, what it, what was kind of the most present thing. And now it's just, it's hard. It's, um, there's not much time. I'm usually exhausted, but I feel I've been more creative and more productive than I ever have. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think my lack of time and my determination to want to carry on and and do all of this means that those limited times, I will quickly just try and write a song in half an hour or force myself to do some amazing vocals or, you know, yeah. So, yeah. With How have you been doing writing sessions then? Do you write with the artist or do you just write with your partner? No, so... um, Oh, so my part, so, so no, so, so I should say, do you mean my partner Tiff um, that I just mentioned? No, the songwriting. Uh, oh, sorry. So with the songwriting, um, so Reservoir kind of will put me either with an artist direct or a producer. Yeah. And we've done most of that over Zoom this, in so the last 12 months. Yeah, you. yeah. So who looks after your daughter so, when you're working? So when, so initially when, when we were about to put her in a, in a kind of nursery, um just before the 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 pandemic struck um and she she went one day and then the next day they closed (laughs) so literally I'd spent I know I mean you've got to laugh I spent a year getting excited about getting back out to a session I had one session in London the best day of my life or I think it was two days this amazing I was literally thought I was living in a film you know I was like it was just amazing and then the next day Boris announced everything was closing and she had to come back and then I was into full-time parenting because obviously James has the most sensible jobs earning a steady you know yeah income so I had to it was like right well that's it love you're you know you're in you're up so um (laughs) it was yeah, pretty gutting because overnight, yeah. really, all of my work just. And I don't know if you felt the same with with being a mum and trying to work, but it it sort of ends up feeling a bit like <clears throat> like it's a hobby, you know, and like oh, well, you just do it, you fit it in, fit it in when you can. Yeah. It's like I've still got my yeah. family yeah. saying stuff like that stuff to me. You know, it's it's someone said to me the other day, it's like, oh, she used to do that, but she's got children now, so she just, yeah. it's just, oh, it makes my, it makes me so cross. <laughs> I get so cross and I have yeah. to really level out and think, no, nope, it's a, But then did anyone think it was a real job anyway? <laughs> mm. Do you know what I mean? That's like, a fair point, actually. Like, that is a fair point. Yeah. When you say, oh, I'm working from home, what do you do? I'm an art, I'm a songwriter. <laughs> Oh, like, right. Do you mind just staying in? Whatever right? you do from <laughs> yeah. home, yeah, is, you don't work. I've I've worked from home for twelve years, and I still. I mean, it's only actually since the pandemic's done me a massive favour because then people are like, oh, you can actually. work Yes, from you're home. right. You know, so working from home, you're fucked anyway. <laughs> but music, I just don't think people yeah, really right. understand the concept of a writing session when you've got to sit down and write a song. Oh, no. I mean. But then I suppose you wouldn't, would you? Unless you've actually had to do it. I suppose you just no. have ideas of it just... And I mean, don't get me out. wrong. It's great fun. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's you know, it doesn't feel like work in the traditional sense. I mean, I have had, yeah. I've had, you know, I've always had, until, until like, I got my publishing deal, I've always had a job along the side. I've always worked in offices. 
and not done a great job, to be honest. I'm rubbish. I'm really not the best in an office. But that's what I've always done because, you know, my mum did yeah. that and that's what my dad did. And I just kind of learned that that's what you you do. And, and, and to be fair, I've had some great jobs that have allowed for me to do it. I worked for my sister-in-law for yeah. many years, actually. And to be honest, she, that was the best job that I ever did because she understood and she knew what, you know, she knew exactly what I was yeah. trying to achieve. But, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, I do feel like that, that is often the thing. Oh, you know, you now you've, you've got kids, are you you're going to be able to carry on? And I mean, it's ridiculous. I feel ridiculous talking about it, like in, saying it like that, because I think some people might not have experienced that. But I wonder whether it comes down to you know, kind of, well, I think childcare in this country is an issue, isn't it? It's so bloody yep. expensive. If you've got enough money, it, you can pay for someone to yeah. look after your and child it does help. and do whatever the fuck you want to do. It does help. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it does help. I'm not saying, it does. I'm not saying that you don't then, fa- you, you know, there are other struggles to face and, but it's a damn sight easier. And without that, you know, or even just having a snippet of time to yourself, as you well know, like those yeah. hours just go like that, don't they? I mean, I'm picking my daughter up at one o'clock and I'm thinking, oh, you know, got this today. And then it's just like, you want to do it because you've got this like three hours. And you're like, I want to do everything, yeah. you know, yeah. you then achieve nothing. <laughs> and it goes like that. You make a cup of tea and then you've got to go and get Oh, up. I know. Yeah, it's, so, yeah. you know. But it, it surprised me when you said that you've been more productive and creative well, I because yeah. I just think like, when I used to write, I just would, I just have to not think about anything. You've just got to be so completely mm. in the moment. And I can't, even when I'm working from home, I'm still doing the washing. I'm still doing 10 other things at the same time because that's what, I just have to get everything done. Me and too. I'd love, like people have asked me, like, oh, why don't you do music again? Mm. Why don't you write again? And I'm like, if I didn't have to do anything else, mm. I'd love to. Mm. But I just don't think I could get myself into that yeah. mindset um, of, you know. In truth, I'll tell you what it is. When I used to be an artist and was writing just for me, if I was trying to do that now, it would be a bloody disaster. Because when it comes to writing for me, I will procrastinate. I'll do anything else to get and buckle down yeah. and do that. But when I'm writing for someone else and working with a producer and we, we do a session, we meet and we, you know, the time that we will have like two or three hours and I need to deliver something and I need to and I need yeah. to send that back to so it I've tried I guess I've trained a little bit to you know I mean like there's people like the the Nashville you know all the Nashville songwriters you know they do go into their publisher's office every day and they sit there from nine to five pretty much and they write five songs or whatever you know it is a job yeah. to a lot of people like yeah, it yeah. and I think actually there's, I'm a bit somewhere in the middle. I agree with you in one sense because I think I need to be, you know, like I need to do, I drop Joni off, I come back and James will always be like, oh, why don't you just crack on? I'm like, no, I have to do a tidy up. I can't see toys all around me. I need everything to be, I need to be yeah, in my zone. Yeah. But the, yeah. the other side of me is I think, you know, you the more, the more you kind of use the songwriting muscle, and train it a bit the more actually when you need to just do it it does kind of it kind of does click in so um I mean you know that's but what like I say if I'm having a day to write for me I pretty much guarantee I'll get to the end of that day I'll be like right I'm gonna have a day where I'm just gonna write for me and I'll get to the end I'll be like I've done absolutely sod all 
Yeah. You know, oh, I've, t- I've done three loads of washing though. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But yeah, so, uh, yeah. I can't remember what you'd ask me now or where we've gone, but oh no, I want to know about. So I want to know about Mums in Music. Then, so what's the what? Where, what is the platform on? So it's a, at the moment. It's just across socials. We've got we've got a website. We've got we're on Instagram, Mums in Music. We're yep. Facebook, and we've got a Facebook group which is growing rapidly by the day, which is great. I think we must have about seventy members now, which we've only just started it. And in that, and I mean, every member is is a music industry mum doing a music industry job um yeah which is amazing you know then and they're they're coming on and they're saying oh my goodness we didn't realize you existed you know I'm a producer or I'm an engineer or I'm a music lawyer yeah. or I'm a songwriter an artist um and we're kind of like just welcoming everyone um and I mean the thing is to say obviously it's not a completely new concept because there's so many amazing women groups and platforms out there um in the music industry and i'm sure other industries as well you know there's the she said so's um and women in control and she's the music and there's a lot but what we what we really noticed when we started is there's just this gaping hole for this demographic of women this this mum in the music industry um and I've with with the kind of exploring of setting it up and and you know all the research we've done I have found that it's a bit of a funny one a lot of a lot of the kind of because of all the work and the hard work that's going on to kind of really close the the gender gap and you know in the industry and I do think that women it's like another uncomfortable conversation you know like you've just kind of clawed your way up and you're you're kind of you know, you're saying, well, we, we, we want, you know, we want equal pay and we want to be recognised and we've got all these struggles. And and then you're saying, oh, but I'm also a mother, by the way, you know, and, and there's all yeah. that extra crap to have to kind of. Yeah, and I yeah, just think it's yeah. like, I'm not saying they're all mothers, but there's a hell of a lot of them that are. And I we're yeah. trying to find those women and say, you know, you're doing amazing things for fighting the kind of the women's battle in this industry. But don't forget to be proud that you're also a mum and that you're yeah. also dealing with that and you're doing a great job as as you know as in your career um so we're we're trying to be you know what we want what we don't want to be is a a moaning mum's club a, a kind of slagging yeah. off dads or <laughs> yeah it's not yeah. that far from that it's a way to be it's a way to help each other be um super productive proactive about our careers work trying to create um one of the things we're doing is creating a database where all these women uh, who are mothers go on you know on this list and we can use each other for work so there's a lots of producers in the group there's songwriters yeah. there's singers there's you know session players um engineers music lawyers you know whatever it may be and and we kind of want to be able to use each other to to get work, but also to kind of help maybe do, you know, talks, panels, workshops to yeah. all allow each other to progress and be pro- proactive. And then I guess in the wider kind of community, you know, one of the things that I'm keen to work with Reservoir is, is um, 
one of the ideas we've got is to set up a writer's camp. I don't know if you've ever done, I'm yeah. sure you've done plenty in your time, but kind of writing with getting an, an actual camp for for mothers that are in the industry. So yeah. inviting key producers, songwriters, artists, bringing them together and then looking for sponsorship within the industry to maybe um, either have like a crash or, you know, you know, have a beautiful space for a couple of days, have a crash or childcare support or have financial um, so everybody gets like a token for that weekend. Yeah, yeah sorry yeah. for those two days where they can put towards, you know, childcare or whatever, or, or maybe yeah. something else. You know, so that's another idea that we're really kind of, kind of grafting. Um, but in the wider kind of community in the industry, I guess it's the long kind of road is to rewire the mindset really of yeah. of of the industry and. And just, just you know, I mean, there's there's artists that, who are doing a few things and talking about it, and I love those people. Like three that spring to mind: Paloma Faith, Jessie Ware, Alanis Morissette. Um, but we're, we're, you know, where we're at the moment, we, you know, I, I could potentially try and knock on those doors and 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 get someone high profile to, you know, and we'd love that because we know yeah. that they've got really positive things to say and. But what I think I'm also aware of is that we we don't want to we want to recognise the women who are and the mothers who are at this level, which I call it's much more like this is a career, you're not financially completely sound, you know, you have yeah. got those those yeah. struggles are still real and yeah. you can still be a successful as we well know, most musicians have another job, <laughs> you know. I mean yeah. there's not yeah, many yeah. that are yeah. completely you know, um, able to, to kind of live freely and have all the, the financial support. So I think it's making sure that we we come together as a community with all those women first. And then when the timing's right, we get endorsement and support from, from those other mums who've, you know, who will be yeah. facing other stigmas and struggles. And I mean, I know Paloma's just done an amazing, or I think she did a documentary and she's now playing it of, of her you know taking a child to a gig or on tour or, and the struggles and the stigmas that came with all of that um yeah so it is a long-term rewiring of of the mindset really and and trying to implement ways and you know have structures and systems that allow for for them to be returning to work I just think to myself imagine if yeah. there's the next Adele and she's yeah. 18 and she had a kid and she went to the Brit schools, but she had a kid and she had a, uh, this voice, but she gave it up because she thought that if you had a baby, you couldn't. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. You know? So I just, I yeah, that's it. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm quite passionate about it. It's like that film with, the, is it Jessie Buckley? Oh, I'm really, really bad with films. Wild Rose. I've not I seen it, but called. I'd like to watch it. Oh, it's amazing. It's actually, she's amazing, but she's got... She's a bit of a wrong un, yeah. And, uh, and she's got a young kid mm. who the mum looks after, but she's got this dream, and it's it, it it's just cool. it, yeah, like it's hard. It's, it's very good film. Oh, I'd like to watch that. Sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, but it's like we're passionate about it's it. Like with sound engineers, mm. like my friend works at Air. Yeah, and amazing. he does like eighteen-hour days. Like yeah. you couldn't do that if you had no, like. 
uh, women can't do that job if they have kids. No, and this is my point. Can they? No, because I got into a bit of a some a guy was sort of saying, oh, you know, you're you're closing the door on on men, and it's like, no, 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 absolutely not. The the struggle is is as a parent is real for everybody, everyone, but. I'm saying that there's what we're saying is that there is a unique set of struggles for being the mother because, you know, I've, I I I went to um, a writing session not too long before lockdown, the first lockdown, and you know, I was it was I was there with one other um, writer, and she obviously didn't have kids, um, and she was amazingly talented, and you know, she she said she might want them in the future, but at the moment she's aware that she can't do what she's trying to do or she felt like she can't do what she's trying to do with kids and then there was other other um three other guys there and you know they they were all talking about their um kids and their wives being at home and one of them even said because I had to go out and um express halfway through the session because Joni was like four months old I think or five months old oh no no that's not true she was older than that sorry I'm getting my dates wrong but even so I was you know still breastfeeding now so um that's another story it's crazy (laughs) oh I breastfed till they were over two oh I'd like to talk to you about that on a separate (laughs) conversation I'd love to um (laughs) anything to shut them up uh, actually no joke because not many people I know that have done it this long and I I don't know if you found a constant it's like I just don't know what I'm doing but anyway as I say, I will actually text you about that. Um, but, yeah, sorry. The point is, all these guys were saying about their, their wives and their girlfriends being at home, breastfeeding the baby. Oh, I can't believe you're at this session. Da, da, da. And they all got to stay late and have a few beers and do their thing. Yeah. And I had to go home because I had to run yeah. back and get yeah. Joni. And, and I'm not saying that that's... I'm saying that's fine. You know, um, I... I I accept that, and there's a, there's a, there's a. But it's the stuff you miss. But it's the stuff you miss. It's like when you go and have a fag. If you don't smoke, <laughs> you miss that. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, I mean that's a very old school yeah, example, no, no, but no, it no, is. It's true. it's true. You know, yeah. if you're not doing the after <laughs> things, if you're limited, and plus you feel like you're the outsider yeah. as well, don't yeah. you? So, so all it is really is finding ways to say, to rewire people's mindsets and say, well, having a child is the most natural thing in the world. Um, yeah. therefore, because it's the most natural thing in the world, let's not penalise those mothers, you know, who, who yeah. got the, the talent, who are the, I would say like, you know, with the, with the grafters and the early risers. And it's like, let's make sure that those women are, you know, they might not be able to stay late then, but let them come in three hours earlier and start the session at, you know, so it fits in with their day yeah, or yeah. And I think yeah. if we've got a, a community where we're all working together, then we don't even need to worry about those things, you know? If we yeah. can do a... If we know we can always kind of tune into amazing sessions. And I'm talking about, you know, I want them to be with talented people. It's not like any old Tom, Dick and Harry can get on. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah. we're talking like we want serious... We're, we're scouting for serious talent. Um, yeah. You know, that we want them to be... It's not kind of like just a free-for-all... You know, and I don't want to be exclusive yeah. saying that. Uh, sorry, I don't want to, you know I don't want to exclude people, but I yeah. I think that there will be there'll be something for everyone, but then there will be some things that that you know we will be inviting. We want people to yeah. to, to have a kind of a level of um, there needs to be you know some sort of 
um, yes. criteria, yeah, yeah. and I and I, I think you yeah. know, that will enable us to create um, to create material that we can then pitch and you know and, yeah. and we can go to. There's an amazing um, sinks agency actually called Sister who I've been speaking to, and um, we're really keen to work with them. You know, eighty percent of their um, roster is is female. You know, and I mean, oh, wow. yeah, and I mean, this is what I'm talking about. So it's like actually they're just using those those they don't you know they're going they're going if somebody kind of comes looking for for um a group of musicians or composers it's like well here you go here's the roster yeah they're all women or they're all mums so they work between these times yeah. but they'll be twice as efficient <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. just it's kind of yeah it's just re reworking and I don't think it's that hard I don't I don't think it's that no, hard. no it's not you know it's not that hard um so it's just changing habits, isn't it, really? Yeah. Having a dialogue and also having a bit of a safe space to to kind of come together and support each other. And like I say, we don't want it to be a yeah. kind of a moaning mum's club, but sometimes you do just want to have a moan, don't you? Yeah. Slag someone off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do that sometimes. But it's good. it's good to kind of talk about it and get it in the open because people don't think about that stuff until you're in the position where you actually, you're stopped from doing certain things because of your family situation yeah if you've never had to consider that it's like when you try and get on a tube with the pram oh god like you suddenly you know until you actually have a pram you're not aware of them like the amount of times i would just wouldn't pay any consideration to not because i'm inconsiderate but just because you just don't think about it but as soon as you actually have got a pram and you're trying to navigate escalators and tubes and And you know people that just come and stand in front of you and it's like do you not see me? But they don't see you because they've never had to be in that position. You know, mm. it's so weird. We're all in our own little bubble. I mean, our own little world, aren't we, really? And oh. and I think it, people have got good intentions, but everyone's caught up in their own own stuff. And, and I think yeah. most of the time it's people are just, yeah, they're caught up in their own feelings in their head and, and, and actually, yeah. If you kind of ask someone, they'd probably be a bit mortified. But I can remember that being pregnant and just sometimes just stood there and feeling really tired and and people. So yeah, and most of the time people do get up, don't they? But there's always sometimes when they don't, you're just like, really? You're just going to sit there? I didn't commute that because I used to live in Bethnal Green, so I could walk to work, and I worked from home mainly anyway. So mm. I only did like a day or two in the office. But young kids like adolescent mm. boys always used to get up for me oh. the city worker men types yeah never i agree ever got up i think that's interesting and women, yeah. but not always yeah but then i only i used to go like maybe from bethnal green to liverpool street you know it wasn't it was like one stop it wasn't yeah you know but my one of my friends someone actually made her cry once she was um she was very heavily pregnant and she asked a man to get up and he said no and she just cried. And did he then and get up? And had to get off the tube. No, he didn't get up. No, she was just like, no, oh I'm sitting God. down. What an arse. You know, but it's, she wasn't having a particular good day. And oh, I mean, for sad. you to ask someone and them to say no, that's a bit of a killer, probably, I yeah. think. Because then it's like, what do you think that I should not be there? Like that's... When I was getting on the tube to the pram, I mean, I, I would, I'd never go in rush hour. I'd always avoid it because I didn't want to be, I'd never want to get on a tube in rush hour anyway, let alone with a pram. Oh, but God. people do look at you like, what the fuck are you doing on a train with a pram? It's like, 
I'm a, I'm a person. I know. <laughs> this is life. Well, I think you know, it's not just for... But that's sort of the thing. I think people are always kind of like, well, you made the choice. You've chosen to have a child. Yeah. And it's a bit yeah. like the yeah, same yeah, yeah. It's the same concept with, with work and music. It's like, well, you you chose, yes. you made that choice. And yeah. and I think, you know, that's the problem. Because it's it's like, yes. well, actually, yeah, well, A, it's not always a choice. B... Um, yeah. it's the most natural thing in the world so you know well if we didn't have babies we wouldn't have the next lot of doctors yeah exactly teachers exactly and, musicians you know. the next lot of musicians yeah. the next amazing singers and this is yeah. life yeah. we have to have babies yeah exactly but i do think it's most people when you have the conversation they'll agree with you but i just think we're so ingrained to just think about well to think selfishly i think mm. you go to work you do what you got to do. You don't want anyone to get in your way. Mm. You know, a hundred percent. Unfortunately, no, a hundred percent. So it is about changing the way we think about yeah I people in so. the world, and uh, but the more people that are doing it, and the more conversations we're having, it's, it's only going to spread, isn't it? Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. So I breastfed my eldest daughter. I stopped breastfeeding her when I think she was about two years and two or four months mm. because I was then pregnant with my second yeah. and I was very sick and I oh. couldn't I couldn't keep anything down. So I was like, I can't then be feeding her no. if I'm not getting... Then, and plus, yeah. I didn't want to be breastfeeding them both no. at the same time. So I knew that I had to stop anyway. Yeah. And it was only at night, like Same. she ate during the day. Same. But it was just at night to get her off to sleep. But for me, um, it just get, got to sleep. But when did you, how so, did you, she's the same. She'll just instantly go back to sleep if I feed her in the night. So she goes down at 6.30, I feed her to sleep. She goes to sleep within seconds. She Because she doesn't yeah. nap in the day anymore, so she's just knackered by 6 o'clock. And then she'll wake up any time between like 10, which is a bit annoying because sometimes I'll still be doing work. 10 yeah. or midnight and usually at that point I just get her plonk her on the big bed I'll get on the ne- you know there's a big double bed in her room yeah. plonk her on that bed so she'll go to sleep in her own bed which is fair enough plonk her on the big bed with her duvet over her and then feed her back to sleep and by that point I'll just fall asleep as well so yeah. then we'll just co-sleep the rest of the night because then she'll probably wake up maybe for one more feed or maybe not she yeah. might then get through till six so actually, on a good night, I think, oh, what's the problem? But on a bad night, like last night, she woke up at 10 and then I fed her and it took ages for her to kind of, she was just kind of there like fuckling. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it's those nights where it felt like I was just never really in a deep sleep because every time I turn around, she'd just be like, you know, and they're just constantly <laughs> like, it's like you're just this, you feel used, you just feel like you've got udders and they're just like, bang, 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 bang. And I'm just like, oh, when's this going to end? And how do I end it? And I've read all the books, like, just make sure, just be firm and say, no, you don't need it. Yeah, it's got to be cold turkey. It has really, isn't it? With Lola, my sister stayed over. Mm. And she, and so she slept with her. Oh, that's a good idea. My sister could be the one. She she loves my sister. Yeah. As in with Jane. And she did cry, but... I think it was two nights and then it was fine. My sister did actually bring her into me when she was really crying one mm. night, and she was like, "Look," and I was like, "No, we can't. We're doing this." Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, you know. But but I was sick. Of course. If I hadn't have been sick, sick I don't know. But with Juno, I can't actually remember what happened with Juno. I know that I did just stop feeding her, but I can't remember 
it wasn't obviously traumatic because then I would remember mm. she must just have got used to it. But I tell you what, when you stop feeding her, she will stop waking up in the night I for know. it. It's magic. I know, and I just don't know what to do. And I and get your the, sister over. I think you might be right because the thing is with James, I feel so sorry for him. They've got such a great relationship, and she adores him. But when she wakes up at night, like last night, she went nuts when he tries to comfort her. She pushes him out the way. She's She walks out the room like a drunk person. Her hair's all up like Rod Stewart. She's just like, mommy. And she's she's just distraught, you know. And he's like, yeah. I can't even pick her up. She just she just roll out of his arms. Yeah. She's so angry. Where Whereas actually, I'm wondering about my sister because she... It's just, you know, we're quite similar. And she, I just think maybe, maybe she will. That could be, because, I mean. We... And she's far enough removed as well. Mm. I think she, she's obviously can be like that with her dad mm. because it's her dad. Yeah. But I do, because my friend had, I was talking to him actually, he had a sleep trainer come in with their oh, son. Oh, I hate sleep trainers. It and me. I think it d- does just help if it's a stranger. You're right. Yeah. I think, well, do you know what well, I mean? Because they know they can push you. Yeah. It's a bit like when she goes... But not that she's a stranger. But, no, 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 you know. no, totally. I think you're right. I mean, it's got... The thing is, I keep waking up and I'm like, I want it to end. But then occasionally, I don't want it to end. Because, like, yeah. sometimes when I lie next to her and she has a little feed and then she's just... She's just like... And I'm like, oh, this is going to be over. It's going to be over. And then yeah. I'll be really... I'll mourn it. And I'm like, well, I'm just caught in that thing where... 50% of the time, I really... How old is she? She's two and two months. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Okay. No, that's no, fine. I've got 10%. Um, um, two and two months. So, you know, I... Yeah, I think... It's time. Maybe give yourself, say, when she's two and a half. Yeah. Maybe, you know... Because it is lovely. And it's not... I mean, it's a lovely thing to do. Yeah. And she and you it's know. giving us both... She's protect, you know. She's getting all the nutrients. Yeah, and, it's a not. Yeah, but, it's not a bad thing. No, it's, it's when not. it starts affecting, like with me, like I had to stop feeding Lola because I was too sick. Yeah. And then I think with Juno, I, it got it got to the point I think where maybe she lost interest a bit. And then when they're just using you, they just like have a little suckle. Well, on she's there. using me a bit. You're really. like no. She's just using me <laughs> really. Got to stop now. Although she yeah. does, but sometimes I hear and she's gulping, and I think. Yeah. I do give her water and, you know, and, and also I don't think she, she never eats a huge amount at dinner because she knows she's like, yeah, I know yeah. I've got my midnight feast coming yeah. up. <laughs> so, you know, oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm caught between. But you it, can do it. You might have just have a couple of rough nights. Hard yeah, nights. Yeah. But it's po- I think what's know. really hard is you, I've tried, I have tried to say no before. And that's awful. Like having a cuddle with them, but not giving them, it's like, yeah. it just doesn't work because they're just distraught. Yeah. And they're like, what you, you know, even though she understands, it's just, I think it's got. I remember I was running Juno a bath once and I was kind of leaning over the bath and I just saw her face coming <laughs> through my mouth. Like, this was after I'd stopped feeding her, like a little while after. So it was just so funny. Oh, it is. A little. Oh, she's obsessed. If we have a bath together, yeah. she's just like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, seriously? Yeah. It's, we're just on that edge. I just, I know in my heart yeah. it, it's coming to Do you end, tell but... her that she needs, maybe start to say, you know, this needs, mummy's going to run out. Yeah, so, I, I think that's, well, we I, we did, right? We were just on course and actually she was responding really well. But then we all got yeah. COVID at, just uh... before Christmas and I was actually quite poorly. And oh. I... For like three nights, I said to James, 
I can't continue denying her at the moment. It's the, she's not well, I'm not well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I was like, yeah, it's yeah. just going to be easier for me to lie next to her, even though I was feeling dreadful, yeah. I just to her feed. And we both slept, Yeah. you know, yeah. pretty yeah. badly, but at least, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So then, and then, so you from, you can't do that no. when and then from then, it's just like, it's like, it's fallen back as it was. And then, you know, yeah. you just, so yeah, kind of need to just do it, but oh dear. Anyway. <laughs> sorry to end on that it's a oh bit, no but it's it's um it's all part of and it and it's really it? refreshing to actually talk to someone who's who's you know so mama's in music yeah yep i will share all the links for everything yes so people can find you brilliant yeah it's just mama's m-a-m one m mama's okay in music mama's. yeah and as i say it's facebook so- instagram and um We've got a private group, Richard. so you can find that. And then I think you have to answer a couple of questions yeah. and, you, you know, we'll let you in. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on to talk about it. More than a pleasure. More than a pleasure. And I can't wait to see how wonderful it gets. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I think it, I'll keep you posted. Yeah. I'll keep you posted. Yes. Thank you so Do much it. for right, having well, me. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wasn't that lovely? I love. We still haven't met for a coffee. We recorded that a little while ago, and we keep trying to get something in, but it's just hard with parent responsibilities, <laughs> ironically. So yeah, but um, if you want to get in touch with Mary, hit her up. Join her organisation if you if it affects you as well. Obviously, it's all about the support, supporting women, women supporting women, mums supporting mums. Um, please subscribe to the podcast i've got loads of guests check out the back catalogue if you if you, this is the first time you're listening have a little look at all the other episodes we've had some really great guests on but yes i hope you have a lovely week ahead i hope you're good i hope you're healthy stay safe stay sane big love to you all and i'll see you next week bye Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.